You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and uh, this is our part three of our Disney trivia. So welcome if this is the first time you've heard it. Uh, We would recommend going to parts one and two before listening to this, but uh, if you are a new listener, uh, we do have a normal uh, Tuesday release of hour-long weekly trivia uh, episodes. So feel free to check those out. We'd love to have you as listeners. But for the time being, you're here for Disney trivia. So we have two competitors left. Uh, We have uh, Katie DeWall and George Robb who are joining us over Skype uh, for a final. We had uh, eight competitors. It's down to two. We're really excited to continue and finish this game. But uh, before we do that, just want to say hello to my co-host, Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Neil? I'm doing all right. Uh, Thank you for joining us. It's been uh, a very hard-fought competition here um, with Disney Trivia. How would you have done if you were just uh, doing this kind of blindly? Um, I, I'm very impressed by our contestants. I would not do very well. Um, I feel like I know Disney, but, uh, these are some good questions. Yeah, they are. There, there's fun questions. Uh, and actually, um, this episode, uh, the final is going to be, um, filled with a few questions from the competitors who unfortunately perished. So they, everyone submitted a couple questions and, uh, we're going to use some of those, uh, today, which we're excited about. Uh, before we get started and I introduce our two contestants here, uh, Jeff, any uh, fond Disney memories? Have you been to Disneyland and or World? Um, yeah, here's a story I have never shared on the podcast. So um, I've been to both Disneyland and Disney World uh, when I was both. I was younger. Um, I think I was like six when I went to Disneyland and I'd have been about 10, 11 when I went to Disney World. Um, my only memory, because I was so young from Disney World, is I bought um, a hat. A Mickey Mouse hat, and I left it on a ride. I like sat on it so it wouldn't blow off. And uh, I went back like ten minutes after I realized I lost it, and it was gone. And um, I've never worn a hat since. So any hat whatsoever? No. Well, I don't look good in hats, but that's beside the point. I didn't know that when I was six. Oh, well, th- no, it's so weird because I've seen you like in my alley in a fedora, smoking and like saying weird, you know, nineteen thirties language stuff. So I'm like snapping all the time. Yeah, you're always snapping. Um, well, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I went to Disney World once when I was younger. I had broken my uh, my thumb playing Australian football, and so I had to wear a, um, 
a stint or whatever they call it. And I covered my hand with a plastic bag to go into the water parks. Um, but when we went to Disney World, I had walked around to get autographs. They had these little like um, plastic um, autograph books or whatever. And I remember getting a few of them. And I brought them back to my parents. And I said, oh, look, I got Goofy's autograph and Jafar. And they said, no, you didn't. Those are just scribbles. And I said, no, no, really, it's just their autograph. It, I'm not like making this up. And then I took them to Jafar and because they were in uh, large costumes, um, their hands were so big, like mascot hands, so they couldn't really autograph anything, but they did. It just looked like it looked like a really bad lie detector test. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was a fun, fun memory. And then I got to perform there as well in, in choir, which was uh, which was a lot of fun. But, oh, yeah, I forgot. I knew that. Yeah. So we were there for uh, senior year of high school. Um, but let's introduce our con- uh, competitors. You met them the p- previous two episodes, so you know a little bit about them. Um, but I'm going to ask them each what their favorite either Disney memory, if they've been to Disney World or Disneyland, or just any memory regarding Disney is. So let's start with uh, George Robb. You were the victor of the first episode. How's it going? It's great. How are you? Doing well. So for those that uh, maybe haven't uh, heard before, where are you coming to us from? And yeah, tell us about a Disney memory of any kind. I'm coming to you today from Tampa, Florida. So just down the road from Walt Disney World. And so been there a bunch. Um, but if I had to pick just kind of one thing, it was a uh, a Disney cruise. Got to take my kids and um, just really good kind of family bonding time. And um, everybody enjoyed it. So super fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. I feel like uh, anything Disney puts their hand into, you know, obviously movies, theme parks, cruises, it, it's bound to be a good time, it seems like. Uh, and our uh, our second competitor is Katie DeWall. You were victorious in episode two or part two. Uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and a Disney memory of any kind? All right. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And the first time I went, or first and only time I went to Disneyland, I was nine. And I just remember getting there and seeing Sleeping Beauty's Castle for the first time. It's kind of the most vivid memory I have of it. That's awesome. And I think they're redoing or fixing that castle at one of the locations, right? I saw a picture of it. They had a huge cranes on. I've never seen anything actually being worked on at Disney. It always just kind of appears, you know, when you go. Uh, Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We appreciate it. And uh, this should be a fun final episode. Uh, Jeff and I will be asking the questions. Uh, There are some harder ones here, uh, but I think they're gettable. And then, like I said, we're going to include some of the questions from the competitors that we lost, uh, who are Taylor Cook, uh, James Conger, Emily Camerano, Haley Stroik, uh, and one competitor who actually wasn't able to join us uh, today, uh, unfortunately, and that is Wesley Wells. He also gave us two questions, uh, so we're going to use some of those. So, um, all right. Uh, without further ado, uh, if you haven't been listening, it's going to be 15 straight questions, and um, person with the most points wins. So let's start with question one. The great mouse detective follows a crime-solving mouse with a Sherlock Holmes persona who shares a name with what herb? Locked in. I'm locked in. All right. Katie, what do you have? Uh, it's basil. And George? Basil. Yep. And that is correct. Basil, 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 however you want to say it, but that is correct. <laughs> Probably not that way. Probably not that way, though. Uh, Jeff, uh, feel free to take number two. All right. Question two. Disney may have had success with Black Panther, but in 2000, they utilized Black Jaguars as minor antagonists in what film? I can only think of one Disney film in the year 2000, and it is surely not the right one, but I'm going to go ahead and just lock in with it. I'll lock in, too. All right, let's start with George. Um, the only thing I can think of with that is Emperor's New Groove. 
And Katie. I put dinosaur. <laughs> and the correct answer to that is the Emperor's New Groove. Nice. Nice poll. All right. This next one, um, I'm not sure how hard this is. I ask this at a, a different trivia event, um, so I don't know if it's hard, but we'll see. Uh, all I'm looking for is the time that is on the White Rabbit's watch throughout Alice in Wonderland. So the rabbit is always running late in Alice in Wonderland. And what time is always on his watch? Yeah, I'll guess two. All right. Katie, what do you have? I just put five o'clock. Okay. And George? One fifteen. All right. Uh, no one got it, but uh, kind of close, George. The answer is 1225. I switched that uh, longhand and shorthand, I see. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's always 1225. All right. Question four. In Finding Nemo, what is the full address of Dr. Philip Sherman? All right, let's start with George. So P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. And Katie? I guess this is a good guess. P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yep, uh, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney, Australia is correct. So you'll both be getting points. I wrote that question. I don't even think I could remember that after writing it. So kudos to you. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this next question, uh, question five, uh, is one of my favorites. Uh, it was actually a visual question um, that we had on a chalkboard, um, but the question is still the same. It's a fun one. So uh, this is going to be Disney math. I want you to take the number of eggs Gaston eats when he's fully grown, so when he's an adult, minus Ariel's age in The Little Mermaid, times the number of singing muses who narrate hercules all right i'll lock in okay uh katie what do you have i couldn't think of the eggs i thought it was like five dozen so my answer is 220 okay and george uh 324 all right well one person's getting points it was five dozen eggs, which is 60 minus 16 years old times five muses equals 220. So points for Katie. Good job. Thank you. Uh, so after five questions, it's all tied up. 30 points. Question six. In Moana, what kind of tattoo ink does Grandma Tala have? And I guess we're specifically looking for the, the type of tattoo, like what, what it is. Oh, I'm going to lock in with a guess. <laughs> You said just kind of tattoo, not the ink. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Just the okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll lock into. All right. Let's start with George. Uh, ocean waves. And Katie. I just put tribal. <laughs> All right. So she has a manta ray tattoo. Oh. Okay. You know, funny Neil. I've never finished Moana. Um, one of my friends, um, his daughter loves Moana, and. Um, I only ever have seen like the first half of the movie because by the time um, I get over there in the evenings, because uh, he's one of my friends I play magic with, she goes to bed. So I never really have seen past the Jermaine Clement singing crab part. Oh, that's funny. Same. I've never seen past that. My niece gets bored after that and then she's done. So we have to so move on. So I've seen Moana 10 times, but just the first half 20 That's so times. funny. So. Okay, question number seven. Uh, it's actually going to be the first question uh, brought to us by one of our competitors who did not make it to the final. And uh, it is going to be from uh, Haley Stroik. And the question is, 
what is the only Disney movie where the villain does not appear on screen? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to tap. Okay, George is tapping. Uh, and what do you think, Katie? I went with Bambi. And the character of Man was from Bambi and did not go on screen. That's correct. Uh, all right, another one from Haley. Thank you, Haley. Uh, what is the name of Ursula's sister? No. <laughs> all right, we'll start with you, George. Susan. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie? I just put Medusa. A little closer. Uh, what was your hint going to be, Neil? That uh, the name of this character rhymes with another famous Disney character. It does. Uh, the correct answer is Morgana. All right. Uh, number nine. Who is the only performer to win an Academy Award for acting in a Walt Disney production? No luck in. Okay. Uh, Katie? I just put Dick Van Dyke. All right. And George? Dick Van Dyke. You were close, the right film, but it was Julie Andrews for Mary Poppins. Oh, I didn't think she won. That's my bad. All right, question number 10 is courtesy of Emily Kaminara. Thank you, Emily. What town is Main Street USA in Disney's Magic Kingdom based off of? I'm locked in. All right, what'd you say, Katie? Is it like Geyser Springs? All right, George? It's Walt Disney's hometown of Marceline, Missouri. And the correct answer is Marceline, Missouri. I thought it was like based on cars for some reason. Hmm. That's a great point there. Uh, great poll. And uh, I believe Marceline is also the town in Lady and the Tramp too. Mm-hmm. Marceline, Missouri. Um, all right. So after 10 questions, uh, it's all tied up 40 to 40. So you guys are neck and neck here. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jane Perlez longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off. An eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-off launches April 9th. Uh, Okay, so going uh, to question 11. Uh, Question 11 is also going to be from Emily Camerano. And the question is, which official Disney princess is not part of a royal family by birth or marriage? I'm locked in. Locked in. All right, let's start with Katie. I went with Mulan. And George. Yep, Mulan. Mulan is correct. All right. 
Question 12 comes to us courtesy of James Conger. Which ride is at every Disney theme park? All right, George, what did you say on that one? It's a small world. And uh, Katie? I bet the same thing. It's a small world. All right. And so uh, the ride that appears at every Disney theme park is Dumbo, the flying elephant. All right. Uh, question 13. If I was watching a Disney film and turned on my Shazam app and it told me that I was listening to Hidgetus Fidgetus, what film would I be watching? I'm locked in. Locked in. All right. Katie? Uh, Sword in the Stone. And George? Sword in the Stone. And Sword in the Stone is correct. Question 14. What two Disney films had the original titles of The Bear and the Bow and High Score? I think I'm going to tap on that one. I cannot think of anything. All right, George. Uh, Brave and Wreck-It Ralph. Brave and Wreck-It Ralph are correct answers. Nice. Okay, and for our final and 15th question, uh, depending on if we need a tiebreaker or not, it's going to come to us from, uh, from Taylor Cook. And uh, Taylor asks, what iconic artist provided the singing voice for Dodger in the 1988 Disney film Oliver and Company? I'm locked in. All right. Katie? I put Billy Joel. And George? Donnie Osmond. And the correct answer, bringing us to a tiebreaker, is Billy Joel. All right. So we are tied at 70 to 70. This has been a great uh, final duel here between Katie and George. We have three final questions uh, for our final round. We're going to do best out of three. Uh, and uh, we're going to start with question one, uh, which comes to us from Wesley Wells. Uh, Wesley, thank you for sending these in. We know we, you weren't able to make the recording, but we appreciate you sending in the questions. So here it is. In Beauty and the Beast, the Beast has a real name from when he was a prince. What is it? I'm locked in. Locked in. All right. Uh, Katie? I have Prince Adam. And George? I also have Prince Adam. And you are both correct. One for one. All right. Your second tiebreak question here is going to be courtesy of Taylor Cook. In the Lizzie McGuire movie, what concert venue do Lizzie and Isabella play at the end of the movie? Oh, I, I have a guess. I have, and that's what is so bad about this. <laughs> I have a guess. All right. We'll start with you, George. The Forum. And Katie? I just put the Coliseum. All right. And your correct answer is the Roman Coliseum. All right. So that's points for Katie. And uh, no points for George, but George can uh, tie it up here. All right. And our third uh, final tiebreaker question here. Ursula, the sea witch in The Little Mermaid, was based on a real-life drag queen slash actor slash entertainer. What is her name? Sadly, I don't think I have an answer. Uh, so you're going to tap? I'm going to tap, yeah. I'll guess. Okay. Uh, what is your guess, George? All I can think of is RuPaul. All right. Uh, well, unfortunately, it is not RuPaul. If you uh, are a fan of the films of John Waters, like Pink Flamingos, it is Divine. Divine is the final answer. Oh, nice. So from our score here, um, Katie uh, received two correct points out of three um, against George in this finals, which would put Katie as the winner of Disney trivia. So great job, Katie. Thank you. Congratulations. Good game. 
Thank you. That was that was tough. That was very tough. Uh, George uh, was in two tiebreaker uh, finals there. So George, great job on that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we as we kind of uh, bid you both adieu, um, thank you very much for joining us for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, as we said, the last few episodes, um, your support there really helps us keep the show going. To be able to do bonuses like this. If you want to join Katie and George, you can go to patreon.com slash triviality podcast. Um, George, you're you're kind of close to the action there in Florida. Um, any final words from you and um, any uh, favorite rides uh, at Disney that you can think of? Um, first, just want to say thanks. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I want to shout out to my son, Wade, who listens along uh, and is our unofficial scorekeeper when we play at home. Um, but favorite ride... Um, Kind of a toss-up between the Jungle Cruise and Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, nice. Are you uh, looking forward to the the new rock movie with Emily Blunt? I am. It should yep. be fun. Yeah, it should. It has a very Pirates of the Caribbean uh, vibe to it, which should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shout-out to Wade. Thank you for scorekeeping uh, for when your dad plays. Uh, and I will say Wade is an awesome name. It reminds me of uh, Sam Elliott from Roadhouse, who is awesome in that movie. So I knew you were going there. Well, of course. He'll, he'll watch it when he's of age. It'll be fine. As they say in the movie, uh, Wade Garrett is the best. Um, but yeah, thank you, George, for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, and Katie, um, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, anything you'd like to say? Like you, you said before, obviously, that you only wanted to play Friends trivia and uh, Disney trivia. So I don't think you were victorious on the Friends trivia, right? The first one I was. The second one I was not. That's and right. it has haunted me every day since. Well, you, you trained, you lifted weights, you did uh, mm-hmm. sprints and whatnot, and you've become the champion of Disney trivia. So, uh, yeah, any final words from you? I guess I have to give a shout-out to Hillary Duff since I won on a Lizzie McGuire question. <laughs> <laughs> and then my niece, Abby, and nephew, Owen. So I keep watching these uh, Disney movies. But it was a lot of fun. It was great questions. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for joining us uh, and for kind of sticking with us uh, for a few hours there. Uh, Jeff, any, any final words from you? Um, no. This was a great series. Uh, hard fought by everybody. I thought it was really great. And uh, I'm glad we get to highlight uh, Disney, which is uh, certainly something that uh, has been a favorite of mine for a long time. So. Yeah, well said. I think uh, for all of you all of you listening who are fans of Disney, thank you for sticking with us here. But if there's any other type of trivia that you'd like to see sort of a mini series like this maybe like three rounds uh let us know we'd love to do more of these um quick hit bonus episodes uh but yes thank you so much uh to jeff ken and matt uh for being co-hosts but another big thank you to katie george emily james jane gowdy taylor and Haley for being our contestants Uh, My name is Neil, and uh, we hope you check out our other episodes. Uh, We appreciate your support, and that was Triviality. Spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and more time actually watching and playing what you want with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts.